0: This is the Bedford
1: Blues Podcast. Welcome back to the Bedford Blues Podcast. Back with a bang as we head towards the festive season. And I am delighted to be in the company of a Mr. Luke Frost and a Mr. Dean Adamson. How are we both? Very well. Yeah, very good, thank you. (laughs) Good, good. Well, keen to note uh, for listeners that we are recording this show uh, before the trip to Cornish Pirates. Uh, so we hope that you are sitting with a smile on your faces after a good result of the Menai Blues fans. But for now, uh, let's just have a quick talk about the week off that you lads had beforehand. So important nowadays, sort of with we, we player welfare. You know, uh, you seem to have come back with a bit more of a tan than you had before you left. <laughs> uh, would you be able to enlighten us as to where you've been? Well, I uh, had a lovely trip over to Dubai and got oh. some good
0: sun in there. Nice. No, so it's good to get a, a week off and rejuvenate get so some vitamins
1: Can you beat Dubai? Uh,
0: I can't beat Dubai.
1: <laughs> I, was, I
0: stayed in Bedford and I was still
2: teaching so weeks off are a bit different now. It's now it's part time. Can't can't get away. Still got to work. But um, yeah, just stayed in sunny Bedford for the week.
1: Uh, look, it, it is so valuable now that the free week not just sort of physically but but mentally and, and seem, seeming as we're in sort of that month November sort of touch upon what that can do to have sort of that sort of mental and physical reset in, in what is a very tough championship season.
2: Yeah, it is that reset, I think, um, mentally. I think, you know, long pre-season, you get a few weeks off in that, but um, I think it's that main sort of refresh to go because there's still a long way to go in the season Just um, sort of get that first bit out of the way and you can sort of set your goals for the for the up, run-up till Christmas now. So, yeah, it's definitely, definitely a needed break.
1: Now, did either of you, and this will really help for my next bit, so just say yes if you haven't, did either of you watch the James Bond film? Yes, I did. It? Yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah, what do you think? Well, did not any spoilers. I thought it was one of the better ones. It
2: was spoiled to me. It was spoiled for me by Jack Hughes a week before I watched it. So, um, oh, but it was still still good, even though I knew knew what was coming.
1: Right. Well, the main question I have here, and we're gonna have a little discussion, a little debate, and we can decide. We've got some players coming in and out to our to our left, and we're gonna make sure that they don't pick up on uh, pick up on this. But. My question here is which blues player do you think would play the next best James Bond? Ooh,
2: Dean's looking quite sharp, but I'd probably say, <laughs> I'd probably say someone like Will Maisie, cool, yeah, that's calm. That's what I was thinking, Will you know. Maisie. Yeah. yeah, cool, calm. It'd be good to have a blonde as a Bond, so yeah, mm.
0: um, my shout's Will Maisie. I reckon Jacob Fields. Jacob Fields, Fields, yeah. yeah. Dark just, and mysterious, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. Just, just literally, you don't know what's coming.
1: Any any sort of dark horses? Any anyone who we don't expect to be that sort of James Bond character in the camp?
0: Alex Morford, a bald Bond, would be quite cool. Yeah, yeah he would be. be a
2: bit too statham though, isn't he? Yeah, like, bald. Bit Looks too, a bit more yeah. like a villain, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who, not who would, not smooth. We, not as smooth as a cubby. If, if we're it. deciding, <laughs> if we're
1: deciding, who are we deciding as our Bond? We'll go with Maisie. Maisie? Yeah, yeah so it's good Maisie. We, we mentioned Wolford as, as a villain then, but, but any other shouts for that sort of alternative character? I think Wolfie's the man. Yeah, he's
2: got the look, <laughs> isn't he? He's, he's, he's just he got, got, got
0: yeah. the look. He's just got sure, look. the look. I'm trying to say to yeah No, I can't think of anyone else. It's just Wolfie.
1: Well, um, we are going to take a very short break um, to have a listen to the Bedford Blues women who are back in action uh, against Shelford Ladies on Sunday. But don't go anywhere because we'll be back with these two for a quick fun
3: game right up this. Yeah, thanks Will. Delighted to be here. Um, in a rather strange circumstances here at of Garden City Ladies, um, Match abandoned at half-time. It means that Bedford Blues women go top of the league with a walkover victory. Delighted to be joined by two players that have been instrumental in getting the team to the top of the league so far, after three fixtures. Um, We'll start with you, Emma, uh, the history maker you're being called on social media. The first player to score um, points for the Bedford Blues women's team, who have obviously started this season. Um, How have you found the season so far from a personal perspective? Three tries in two games can't be that bad for you.
4: Yeah, it's um, it's it's a real pleasure actually to be um, playing for the team, especially after like we've worked so hard, um, over uh, through lockdown and COVID. Um, most of the team have never played on a, a rugby pitch before, so we've we've been working really hard so to to enter the season um, and and have the opportunity to play against you know other teams that are trained just as hard, and then also to have the chance to play at Bolton Road. Um, you know, it sort of makes the hard work pay off really.
3: Uh, Lucy, I'll bring you in as well. Um, you're the, the the kicker for the team. You're uh, helping build uh, the scoreboard pressure. Um, how how have you found it so far?
5: Really, really good. Loving being part of this team. It's just different. I used to be a football player, and to be now a rug, call myself a rugby player and be part of this amazing team. It's just it's brilliant. And like Emma said, the hard work that we put in over the last 18 months is just paying off now, and everyone can see that. And it's
3: just
1: brilliant. We're here in frustrating circumstances. You you would rather be on the field playing the second half of the game rather than talking to me,
3: I'm sure. Um, it's been a, a, a frustrating start to the season. You are top of the league, three wins and three games, but realistically only played a game and a half. How frustrating is it um, that you've had to deal with these sort of challenges so far in your first season?
5: Very frustrating. Like I said, we've worked so hard over the past 18 months and we've come together. As a team, some most of us not playing rugby at all. And then to play games, but going to Road is just fantastic for then to play games that get called off. Yeah, like you said, very frustrating. But hopefully we can move forward, take the points and go for that promotion. Um, I think that although it's frustrating that we're not getting the games, um, with it being,
4: you know, a, a development league, it is important that that we look after the safety of not just our role players but the other team as well. As much as we want to be on the pitch and we want to be playing um, and and learning from that, um, we have to make sure that, you know, safety um, comes first and we'll keep taking these moments that we have had on the pitch, learning from them and then using it um, to to build on and training and making sure that we're ready for the next game and the next and the next.
3: Yeah, six games to go. I guess if you you win every game, you're champions. Are you... uh... Thinking thinking about that at this early stage of the season, start your first season with a trophy at the end of an open top bus tour around Bedford.
5: <laughs> I think we've got to be thinking about that, haven't we? We, always, yeah. we always want to win, we go into every match wanting to win, we go into every match wanting to get better and learn from learn our from mistakes. But at the end of the day, we're all competitive, we all want to win, we want to see that promotion.
4: Yeah, absolutely. I'm hoping that someone's working out the, the bush route. Um, for us, <laughs> and uh, as, as much as it would be, you know, amazing to, to have that achievement. Um, for us, it's really important that we continue sort of promoting uh, women's rugby and looking at, you know, building on the team that we've got. It would be great to be in the position where we had, um, you know, maybe even a second team, um, and, and allowing that sort of route and progression for the for the young girls that are playing for, you know, for ben, uh, the Bedford Blues juniors. So um yeah, if you know, big message for us this season is that if there's someone out there that maybe has has done a little bit of rugby or none at all, just to come along to training, come and give it a go. And um, you know, we are a friendly team, and always looking for new faces to come and train with us.
3: Yeah, Lucy, a point I'd probably make to you, you talking about your footballing um, background um, previously, what made you want to join? this team and you seem to be really gelled gelled in as a whole squad. What and how did you maybe be welcomed in to the team?
5: Well it all started with the Inner Warrior camps and I just went along to that for the fitness side of things and then as the weeks progressed with that uh, we had the chance to form Bedford Blues Women and jumped at the opportunity. I'd made a lot of friends in the Inner Warrior who were also going to carry on so I think it was just wanting to be part of that team again, and the team's just grown week on week. We've got a solid squad, and like Emma said, we're just looking to grow wherever possible. Yeah, and
3: Emma, maybe you could touch upon uh, how you got uh, sort of uh, involved in the team, and maybe um, you could talk to us about what training nights are, if there are any uh, potential players um, looking to join.
4: Yeah, so um, I played rugby when I was at uni. Um, I did two seasons, and um, I was... I only mean, joined really just to sort of build the social circles within within uni- university life, um, and yeah, sort of ten years later, I've gone. Actually, do you know what I'd like to get involved with something again? Find that sort of healthy work-life balance. Um, so yeah, found it on Facebook, came along, and haven't turned back really. Um, you know, we've got a, a got a good structure to the training where we do um, Tuesday and Thursdays. Uh, in the evening we meet at um, Bedford bedford at 7 15 um and, and training it's open to everyone no matter what experience we do um a lot of stuff from basics from trade and um, fitness to ball handling um and step by step for those that haven't tackled before so it's um it's definitely an open door for anyone that wants to come along and give it a go
3: emma your vice captain today took over the skipper role um when mel went off how did you find it and then Lucy, maybe you can jump in and tell us what kind of captain Emma is out on the field.
4: Um, yeah, being, uh, you know, having a chance to be vice captain today, um, it was really exciting. Uh, I did feel that like there was a little bit of pressure, um, but that's good. And, I, you know, we all um, sort of feel that pressure when we've worked so hard and we want to perform well on the pitch. Um, but it, it's just good to have such a good team. Um, whether that's the people on the pitch, those on the sideline, those that are cheering us on from home. Um, so yeah, I just I'm I'm just so um, you know chuffed that we've got a team around us that that works so hard and pull together when we need to. History maker,
5: captain. <laughs> you're going to add more to that list. Probably <laughs> throughout the season, definitely.
4: I think we're all every you know. Every person that's trained, you know, those that haven't made the game yet through injuries. Um, you know, we've got someone like Lorraine who's not had a chance to play on the pitch yet. Um, you know, we even had newbies here today that would have been their first game. Um, you know, we're all part of that, that history of, you know, the first women's team. Um, and it, it's wicked that we've got so many people, you know, wanting to, you know, get some minutes on the pitch. Um, and and cheering us on as well so yeah it's it's great that there's so many of us involved in this you know history books and stuff so it's exciting
3: yeah not too long until uh your next fixture you're back at goldenton road in two weeks time um we're still not fully sure on what team you'll play potentially it might change Um talk to us about that first game at goldenton road where we go back to it again the history maker it happened you all played it's a great day at Golds of the Road and how much are you are looking forward to, again, stepping out on the hallowed turf of Bedford's Premier Sporting Club?
4: Yeah, it was um, It was definitely nerve-wracking. <laughs> I think at least a week before we uh, had that fixture, we were all feeling the nerves. Um, a lot of anticipation, unknown, didn't know what the team was going to be like that we played against, um, which was Shelford. Um, but it was it was a really exciting um part to to be on that pitch, but also to have so many people come and cheer us on. Um, I think they estimate you know around the 400 mark standing around cheering us and, and when you know you're running with that ball and you get a good tackling and you can hear everyone cheering and banging on the boards. It is just so surreal um to, to have that and and be able to experience it. But yeah, absolutely like can't wait for the next game at Goldson Road. It's gonna be um Hopefully it depends on who we play and stuff, but it's it's going to be really exciting. I think it'll only sort of help us drive forward for the rest of the season.
5: Yeah, definitely. Like I said, we definitely felt that pressure in that first half at, when we've made at Goldenton Road. But having that blues crowd behind us in that second half, we just switched it around and it was amazing. And to be part of the blues community and just promote women's rugby at Goldington Road is just fantastic to be able to do.
3: Well, Emma, Lucy, thank you for joining me this afternoon. Um, we wish you every success for the rest of the campaign, and we look forward to speaking to you again on that Open Top bus tour And I <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.
1: Well, welcome back to the Bedford Blues podcast. I am joined by Luke Frost and Dean Adamson, and we are about to get underway with our main segment. We are going to play a game of lies. Now, these boys don't know uh, what this game is, but I will explain it to them and you at home. The rules are simple. You are going head-to-head, Luke and Dean. I I will put forward a category, then nominate one of you to tell me how many things you think you can name in said category in 30 seconds. The other can then come up with a number higher than that or call the other one out for being a liar. Then that person who comes up with the highest number will have to prove it in those 30 seconds. You get a point. If you do it, your opponent gets a point if you don't do you understand the rules just about yeah i think so so i've got a few categories written down first one we're going to go quite easy fairly non-sport or rugby related just to get us a good a good feel for things it's going to be things you have on toast things you can have on toast i will be the judge for deeming what is appropriate to be putting on your toast uh, but Dean, we'll start with you. How many things do you think you can name in 30 seconds that you can put on toast? I'm gonna go with eight. Oh, eight.
2: Oh,
0: um. I'm gonna go nine.
1: Nine. Oh. Dino! <laughs> God,
0: you got to go there. I've got to go,
1: yeah. I couldn't. I called call him a liar. Frosty. The time is going to be seconds is a short seconds time, seconds isn't it? Is I'm, ca- time. I'm putting this on the time as well. <laughs> I'm not trusting. <laughs> I can't see that time, so... Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. It's Nine, Nine yeah. yeah? Three, two, one, go. Beans,
2: butter, marmite, lemon curd, peanut butter, sardines. Sardines, I mean, you can have sardines on toast. Um, hey. Eggs. Okay. Eggs on toast. Give us two more. And Halfway. Got a lot of time. Got a lot of time. Eggs and toast. Irish on toast. Uh, oh, to Nutella. Nutella. One more. Nutella. Seven and, seconds. Um, like, um, what was it?
1: Marmalade. Marmalade. Did
0: he not say marmalade?
1: 20. he said, he said Is it You he said marmite. marmite.
0: Marmite. Was
1: yeah. It? No. 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 But I was count, I was counting poorly on my fingers. He'd done. He'd done nine. Well, viewers at home, we sardines can Sardines is questionable. I want to know from viewers <laughs> S- at home, do they have sardines <laughs> on your toast? You
0: can, that's
2: a, I, I don't know. I think, I think this on is,
1: is going to come up all sort of controversy. We're going to get phones in. You we're going to get people I'm certain. <laughs> i sardines on toast. Sardines on toast. Yeah. It's, it's, not well, constru- it's
0: not
2: complete
1: so You breath, didn't go with the,
0: you said peanut butter, but you didn't is. go like almond butter, cashew butter, add all that. No, because, well, yeah, I feel like it's cheating a little bit. Can
1: I no, they're well, different. I got nine, it doesn't
2: they're matter. Different. It doesn't
0: matter. He did get nine. Sardines get nine. on toast in Google.
1: Wait, in what? Is this a breakfast? Is this a lunch? Is this a... Is Guacamole that, on toast? Is you could have that. Yeah, uh, yeah I could have, I have, have, have avocado. avocado. I mean, it's not it's, traditional,
0: but... It is actually a thing. Spanish sardines on toast. Wow. Yeah, there we go. Wow. Hola. Spanish. Well,
2: <laughs> what about the pressure, though? Where did you have that? I want to know where I you mean, had that. I've had it at home. You know, you get the top. They've got tomato sauce, and you peel it open and just put it on a bit of toast. You know. Oh. Yeah. Is it a go-to of yours? Not. It used to be, and then had a lot of complaints about the breath, so kind of <laughs> stayed away from that. Yeah. But it's hanging. Yeah, doesn't smell
1: great. Yeah. Is this? Is this? You yes, have first thing in the morning or
2: lunch or no? Just like a snack. Just know. a snack. So a snack. Light snack. Uh, yeah. Sardines on
1: toast. What's in the cupboard? And sardines. Sardines on toast. Is around. that? Is that how it came about? Is it all yes. you had left? Was sardines on toast? Yeah. Breath like cubby.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Now we understand the game. We're gonna go for something uh, a bit more sport related. Um, uh, this one is teams that have a current blue kit sports teams that currently play in blue okay i will once again be deeming the judge of whether a certain kit is blue or a certain well i'm allowing like away kits i'll allow You're allowing, away You're kits. allowing away kits i'll allow Ooh, away kits and third kits
2: it's a kit. Not third kits. You can't put third kits in there. No one knows third... the third kits. Yeah, that is true. Do
1: you want to stick to home kits?
2: Because
0: they're away kits. You could.
1: I mean, yeah. if, you can, kits, if you can mutually you agree,
2: that in the dark, should we say you? home kits only? Home kits. Home kits
1: only. Traditional. Mm-hmm. That's what they play in. Mm-hmm. And it's got to be this season, though. Yeah. Right. Do you know? I asked you first on the first one. So, Luke. Six. Six. You think oh. you can name more things on toast than you can lose kicks? <laughs> I'm going seven, because <laughs> <laughs> I can absolutely smash
0: it. You can smash seven.
1: Wait, wait, wait. wait. I, I think, I still think this is I quite feeble. I reckon I
0: can name it in footy teams. You like seven. Oh. Seven, so you're so, saying seven
2: footy teams. Well, well no, 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 I, can, no, name no. Can, I can,
1: name, can name more, I can name. more. I can name more. We're you're sitting gonna... in one right now,
0: mate.
1: You so <laughs> can <laughs> <laughs> so um, one. one.
2: I mean, it's, right. an easy po- it's an easy point if I give him this.
0: No, I've no, so, said seven. You've
1: said six. Up I up. have to. Oh, I can go to seven. No, he can eight. But, eight. eight. He said eight. I've to on the pressure. Can I go for that? You can go nine. Yeah, of course. You can go. You can go as many as you want. You can go. You don't have to go in incremental. You can go ten, eleven. You can show off. It's the for Blues podcast. Everyone wants you to show off, you know. Okay. What about international teams?
0: You
2: can yeah, you can. We go yeah, international. I yeah.
1: Oh, I go twelve. Twelve. With that with that in mind, Internationals has open, opened up a window, has it? It has.
2: I, I just can't do twelve. I just thirty seconds is hard. I yeah, can get, get That's I'll nearly call you on it. i that.
1: that is if my maths serves me right, then it well, no pre-counciling. That is nearly <laughs> that is <laughs> nearly one every two seconds. Yes. You have no basically no room for error, Dean Adamson. Thirty seconds on the clock for twelve home kicks of international or club teams that play in blue. Ready, steady,
0: go. Scotland, France, Berford Blues, Chelsea, Man City, Seattle Seahawks, Coventry City Football, uh, Wickham Wanderers, uh, the Blue Jays?
1: I won't allow that. Okay. um... Halfway, four to go.
0: <laughs> oh I had loads in my head, and they're all gone. Five. he's oh, lost oh, it. I had loads in my head, and they're all gone.
2: He's lost it. Oh, you get, there was some. Did you say City? City, yeah. City, Chelsea doesn't say. Yeah, you said Chelsea. I think. There's I think you left
1: out a lot of rugby clubs.
2: You the. Uh, you started off strong with the yeah. like Scotland. I didn't even think of them. I think you know what I saw. Samoa International, Samoa. I literally
0: saw the two things there.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. that's quite clever. I mean,
0: mate, I. I got, it's tough, yeah. isn't it? Oh, it's the
1: pressure it's that got you there. I mean, uh, in, in comparison to sort of like 80th minute, a point down, a golden to road in front of a packed crowd, and Better Police Podcast trying to name 12 home cakes yeah, in that was 30 the seconds. Thing I've done. <laughs> I, I think so as well. Yeah, I think
0: that was up there. Hard to
1: well that is all we have time for on the bedford blues podcast a big thanks to dean luke ryan emma and lucy for all their contributions to this episode make sure that you join us once again at Road on saturday the 27th of november for the game against nottingham definitely not one to miss as we ramp up into the festive season But for now, it's a thank you very much from me, Will Roberts, and we'll hope to see you very soon at Goldington Road. Goodbye.